0: Here's what I want to talk about today. I talked about posture and faith a couple Sundays ago, and last week, Pastor Josh did an amazing job, and this week, I want to talk about the faith challenge, the faith challenge. And in particular, I want to talk to you in the room, and those of you online too, but especially those of you who are in the room, that this challenge of faith is very important right now. And I want to talk to you a little bit about where we actually stand in history, Where are we in the times of God? Where are we right now? So that you do not waste the next nine months. Do not waste these next nine months because we have never been here and we'll never be here again. Okay, so John 1, I want you to go to John 1, uh, and it's 1 through 5. John 1, 1 through 5. We can quote this but I just wanted us to use this as our background scripture. You all right with this? Good, good, good. Let's read it together. John 1, 1 through 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He now, this Word, He was in the beginning with God. Verse 3. All All things were made through Him, and without Him... Nothing was made that was made. I know it sounds redundant, but nothing was made. Nothing was, everything was made through him. And everything that was made was made through him. Redundant, but very important that we get it. Everything, everything was made, but it was made through him. Nothing was made that was made without him. Verse four, in him was life and the life was the light of men. And the light does what? Shines in darkness. And what else? So darkness, which is ignorance, which is stuff you can't see, figure out. On, it doesn't matter what anybody in here is doing. All of us is on our assignment in different worlds. Am I making sense? So this applies to everybody. And the only point I want to make about this scripture is simply this. Everything for me has already been made. I'm not asking God to make anything. There's no deals, there's no deals on the table I don't already have. There are no babies that in your head, you've already had them. There are no businesses that's in your head and heart and mind that don't already exist. Because everything it says here was made, was. Everything was made, and say this with me, the evidence that it already exists is because I want it. You cannot want something that doesn't already exist. You may not be able to see it, feel it, hold it in your hands, talk about it, look at it, smell it, or mail it to somebody, (laughs) but it already is. Because Jesus made it. And this light, this this information, this opposite of ignorance, this wisdom, this knowledge really only operates in the dark. When no one else can see, you see. Because you have this image of what God has created for you. Talk to me. And that is so important in this time. And I'm going to show you why. Y'all ready for this? I want them to put this chart on the screen. I want to go through it quickly, and, 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 th- and this, would be, this would be a month of Bible studies. But I'm going to give it to you quick. It's, I hope it doesn't feel like drinking water from a fire hose. Your mama made this chart, dude. So anyway, uh, here, here's, the I- here's the idea. As I was studying it, and finally Pastor Nelson said, do you want me to organize it for you? I said, please right now. So this year is 5782. Add those up. What does it count? Add those up. Add those up. What is, the, what, is, what, is, what is the numeric value of that? Just a Hebrew year. It's what? So this year in Hebrew and agrarian is 22. You're in 2022 with people who were ignorant, and you're 22 in the things of God. At the same time, you you cannot miss the next nine months because this started in September. Did your battle change last fall? Hmm. Did Did you feel a shift in the wind last fall? Huh? Did you feel like, what, what's happening now? What is, whoa, whoa, whoa. Am I in a different place? The wind kind of was coming from your back, now it's in your face? Because everything changed in the timing of God. But the next nine months, they flow together. So the number five in the Hebrew language, the Hebrew language is, is that, you know, I think I left something out. That number five in the Hebrew language is the word, hey. Hey. Look at your neighbor and say, hey. <laughs> number five in the Hebrew language is the, is the letter. "Hey" Because, okay, every Hebrew number, every Hebrew letter has a name, a number, and a meaning. So when God is talking to the Israelites, whenever he gave them a number, they knew what it meant. They had a name for it. They knew the meaning for it. They knew what it meant to them and how to operate in it. So, number five is hey, and it literally means breath of God. The breath of God, which means 5,000 years ago, 5,000, 6,000 years ago, God is saying these words I am, say, I am. I am am filled. filled. Point to yourself I am filled. Say it, I I am. I'm not gonna be. I'm not fixing to. I know fixing to is southern. It's not I'm going to be, but I am filled right now. I'm prepared right now. I'm empowered right now to go forth in whatever mission God's given me. I'm, I'm ready right now to do what God's called me to do. That's the breath of God. His breath expressed to you that right now where you are, you are ready for what he assigned you to do. You have everything. You have everything you need. So that's, that's this year in the thousands, 5,000. So for 5,000 years, that's what he's been saying. I don't want to get lost. For, fi- for 5,000 years, for 6,000 years ago, that's what he said. You're already filled. You're already called. You're already anointed for this. You got everything you need. What are you worrying about? What are you fretting about? You don't need help from everybody. You just need help from me, God says. Now, but we get into the hundreds. 5,700. Seven means substance, and I would put there, or struggle. Not and. Seven means substance or struggle. There's a choice in the 700s. And here's what it means. I will either rest in faith or struggle. Say it. I will rest in faith or struggle. This is black and white. This, this is up or down. This is in or out. You're either going to have faith in what God has showed you or you're going to struggle. There will not be a difference. There is no middle ground, Martin. So just make a decision. I ain't gonna struggle. I don't know about I don't know about anybody else, but I choose not to struggle at all. I might not know how to use all my faith. I might not, but Lord help my unbelief. Help me figure this out. Because struggling ain't for me. Come on, somebody. Struggling? What? Struggling is not something I want to continue doing to myself. But that's 7,000s. Come down to 80. Not just eight, but eight, zero. Eight zero. Now, now seven,, the, 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 seven the, the name for seven is Zayn. But for 80, the name of the letter is pay. P--E-H. pay in the Hebrew language. Pay. And pay is a, is, a, is a ridiculous meaning with the eight and the zero. It literally means your mouth is not for eating, it's for talking. That's literally what pay means. Stop feeding your belly and feed your mind with your mouth. Because whatever your mouth says is what you're going to see. And that's 70 Okay. Okay. So, so you got 2022. There's a 2,000-year place. There's a thousand-year place. There's a hundred-year place. There's a ten-place, and there's a single place, right? Now we're talking about the last. Now we're talking about the last uh, uh, 80 or so. 80 or so years. You're in the 80s, and now we're in 82. So there's been two years in this 80th. I can't get into all that. we two years into this 80. Not 70, 80. Which means in this decade, starting, starting in 2000, whatever you say, you will see. Am I all right? I love it when your heads are down. It means you might be writing something. Don't believe anything I am saying to you. Knowledge is not yours until you buy it. And whoever controls your invisible God controls your life. Whoever controls how you see God controls your life. Don't ever let somebody else tell you who God is. That's why you fast and pray. Know him for yourself so that if anybody standing up here, including me, says something to you that's not what God told you, you said, well, thank you, Doc. Thank you, Pastor Martin. But that thing right there, God already told me what that is. Your personal relationship with him is more important than your relationship with anybody. We don't need no more slaves in church. We don't need no more religious people in church. We don't need anybody else hanging on the words of some bishop. And you, Okay. I'm going to stay up here. Your mouth, your mouth is not for eating. It's for talking. It's for proclaiming. It's for building your world. And the number two, which is the year 22... 22 double, the word is bet, bet, B-E-T, or B-E-T-H, depending upon how you want to spell it. Bet simply means house of the sun, house of the sun, which means God has already always had an intent to expand and build his kingdom, bet. He's always been looking for a way expand, and this year, too, too, these next nine months, you're going to see such an expansion of his kingdom in every sphere of influence. Everything that involves how people live, it's all going to expand. From health, to real estate, to development, to investments, to media. All these things to medicine, all these things are going to be so expensive. It's going to go so fast. So many billionaires will be made in the next nine months. Yeah. Answers yeah. to problems we've had in our society are going to be answered in the next nine months. Give your ticket away to the show you've been watching for seven years. Because yeah. none of this politi- p- political stuff matters. Yeah. There's something else happening. Can, can I stay right here? This word also means, because people, I'm, I, you know, I get into conversations because people don't understand what I'm doing. They don't understand. And I say, I don't either. It's hard to explain. Come on. Yes, but but don't be, I say, don't be critical. We got fig- to figure this out. Okay, this is what people say. Because, because the word house of the sun, it means, it means two things. If on this stage I had a tent... A tent and a model of a house already built. This word means the same. That this tent that could be blown over is really a house that's already built. Pay. It's a tent, but you've got to see it as a house already built. You've got to understand this tent, there's some architectural plans and it's finished. It also means... You must prepare for your children. This is the year to begin to transfer to your children. If you don't do it in the next nine months, I don't care if that child is one month old. You lay hands on that child in the next nine months. And you say, I'm giving everything to you. I'm preparing some things for you. I want you to start thinking in business. I want you to start thinking in education. I want you to start thinking in ministry. I want you to start thinking in in management. I want you to, you got to pass it on to them. And this is what it's got to be because people don't understand. They'll tell me, why would you turn over your church and everything to a boy and he's just a tent? He hasn't figured it out. Why would you begin to turn over the board to young people? Why would you raise up young leaders who need to preach from this pulpit? Why would you do it? I said, if I don't do it now, in the next nine months, I lose my window. And the next window for me, I won't be here. It's 80 years away. Okay. I I mean, you got to see. It's a tent. It don't look like much to everybody. Everybody in Nebraska, you got a tent on land, and you got your wife and kids in it. Y'all don't see me. During the snow, like, during the snow a couple days ago, you got your wife and kids in a tent out in the middle of the land. You ain't built no house. Everybody going to drive by and say, who is this fool out here in a tent? The wind's blowing, the ice, the snow, <laughs> the snow is coming. This is not going to work. But you see a finished house. And you got to go through it with your kids. sir. You got nine months. Tell your neighbor, you got nine months. You better go find your kids. You better go tell your children all over the world. Hey, boy, I know you don't like me, but uh, we got to figure this out. <laughs> hey, sweetheart, daughter, daddy didn't do what was right. Mama may not have done what was right by you, but Pastor Merman was talking today, and I got to find a way to fix this. Because there's some stuff you can't have until you give it to your kids that's building a tent. Because it's their job if you don't open up pay, pay, pay. If you don't make it the house of the sun, capital S and small S. You give what I'm saying? It's a tent, but it's a building. So it's a sun, but it's a sun. Yes, sir. Come on. It's little but it's big. And in this time, this is when God is doing it miraculously. You may not want to go into business, son, but you got to go. Yes. We got to start this. We got to, you got to come to work with me. Daddy, you know I don't want to work with you. I ain't ask you if you want to work with me. I have to make this attempt now to get you into position. Your daughters, you got to go to them and talk to them. I'm getting stuck here and I'll stay here for a minute. You've got to say it's time for a new voice. You didn't have these seven kids for them to go fight all by themselves someplace and try to figure it out. <laughs> Somebody say, pay. I'm still in there, aren't I? 5782. I've got to figure this out. I've got to be in the moment and understand my job while I'm strong and while God's moving, I've got to be in the life of my natural and spiritual sons. So God is determining a lot of that for me. These kids can't decide whether I'm their father. I will chase them down, give them a whooping at 50. It don't matter to me at all. Those are my kids. But my spiritual children, I can't choose. I can't make someone a spiritual son or daughter. It's a choice. And God will let you know in these seasons who they are. And I got to be okay with whose sons who are tense that will always be tense. Who will always be tense and who have the guts, the calling, the tenacity to understand who I am in their life and become a house. And that's none of my business. That's, no, that's none of my business. That's the business of God. And you've got to know right now, right now in this season, the next nine months, you've got to know what you're called to. And you've got to stop pussyfooting. you got pussyfooting. Playing games, denying it, explaining it away. <laughs> I hope that wasn't vulgar to somebody. You, you got to stop. I had something else in my head. You got to stop. Thank y'all so much. You, you need to stop whatever that is. Because when this clock ticks in September again, none of you will be here when it rolls around again. You will not. 5782, how far away are we from 6,000? Come on, mathematicians. 218 or 28? Which one is it? 218. All the mathematicians, like, no, Pastor, we don't know what they're talking about. This is the real number. 218 years before it's 6,000. And 6,000 years is a day with God. And there are no predictions after that. There are no words from God after that. There are no more numbers after that. There are no more prophecies after that. And if 40 years is a generation... Divide 40 into your 218. How many generations? Five. So you got how many grandchildren levels left? Left. left. You got four, then, right? That's it, folks. I'm not saying the world's going to burn down in 6,000. Because if I would say that, you, I could talk you into giving me your house. You know, God's coming, so give me your house. Why would anybody, why would, if, you'd like, if people say, God's coming, he's going to burn up everything, sign over your house to me. Wouldn't that person in your mind be like, if he's coming to burn us up, <laughs> what you going to do with our house? I, I don't understand some of these religious things. It just makes no sense to me. I'd be in there asking questions. You want me to sign over my house? Oh, because God's coming. What's going to happen to my house? Aren't you going with us? No, I ain't going with you. I'm going to poison y'all. Y'all finna die. I'm going to have your house in L.A. That's what's going ready to happen. <laughs> Come on, shout with me. I got to take this seriously. 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 Because this, five, this 5782 is no joke. So now watch this. Y'all okay? So here's what it's saying. Number one, it's saying now that your faith is your currency. In, in these next few months... You will not be, okay, the Bible says, the Bible says in the message, it's impossible to please God apart from faith. You can't please God. You can't please God apart from faith. And it says, and why? Because anyone who wants to approach God must believe both that he exists, that he is, and that he cares enough to respond to those who seek him. You got to have faith. In other words, faith is your fortune. In other words, God doesn't need your money. You can't buy anything from him with your gold. The the currency of exchange in the kingdom is what you believe. So you're going to have to really believe in what he told you for this to work. You, 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 can't, you can't sign over your house and your car to God. And he says, okay, I'm going to give this to you. No, he's not, motivated. he's not motivated by any of that. You have got to have faith. That's your currency. That's your exchange. God, I believe. Help my unbelief, but I believe. And God says, since you believe, I'm going to do this for you. Because we're joining at the level of our spirituality. We're joining at the level of what I'm saying, you're saying. Right? So now, here's the difference. Faith is the difference between sustenance and struggle. Faith is the difference between you getting everything you need and struggling, trying to get it. And I'm just declaring today, you got to stop struggling with this. When you start to struggle, you make covenants with the wrong people. You become desperate. People can walk into your life saying a bunch of stuff, and you know they got mouths on the both sides of the neck. Come on, yes, sir. The mouth ain't that's a Mississippi thing in the grave. You know, if the mouth ain't in the front, it's both sides of the neck. They talk like this. <laughs> you know it, but because you're not using faith, you get into things you shouldn't be getting into. If you want sustenance and not struggle, you got to use faith. You got to believe God. Knows the exam you're getting ready to take. He knows calculus. He knows about the MCAT. He knows about every test you got to take. He created algebra. He created calculus. You got to know that. And you got to use your faith to study, do all you can. But you got to know, God, you got me in this. That's, that's really it. You can, you can talk about it. I'm talking about what I want to talk about. So, So, you... Understanding... Understanding that I'm already loved, I'm already chosen, I know who I am. If he, the, if he clothed the flower, if he falls to the ground with every sparrow, how could he not know I'm getting ready to try to make this deal? How is he going to get the little thing and not know about the big thing happening in my life? Why am I up all night trying to figure things out? He already figured it out. My wife woke me up that night, that man called me and said, you can't do this real estate deal. I know it, preacher, you don't have the money. I know you don't have the money. My wife woke me up that night, she shook me. I said, what's wrong? I said, am I dreaming? She said, no, you're snoring, making all this noise in the bed. I said, because this is the first time in months I just went to sleep. I told him, I'm going to sleep. You do what you got to do. I'm going to sleep. Either this is God, but it can't be me. I don't even know how to fix it. Tell your neighbor, just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. I mean, just go to sleep. That's what faith looks like. Faith looks like lying on a lion and going to sleep. Faith looks like Paul and Silas in the middle of the night in the jail, singing before God, and then going to sleep. If it's him, it's going to be. If it's not him, it's not going to be right now. And that's cool with me. I don't want you to give me anything I'm not ready for. Am I making sense? Number two, it means that the sun is preeminent. In the beginning, there was a word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. All the same. The word is God. It was God. It is God. Now it's God in me, wherever I'm going. I can see, understand. I know what's happening in my life. Y'all making, am I making sense to you at all? So this is what the Bible says in Colossians. Watch this now. I love this. It's long, but it's important. He is the image of the invisible God. This is Jesus, capital H. Y'all with me? He's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn. He's firstborn over all creation. For by him, read it again, all things were created that are in where? And everything in heaven and earth is already created. Watch this. Visible and invisible. Everything that's been created, some of it you can see, some of it you can't. Say, it's okay if I don't see it. Come on, talk to me. I don't have to see it. I just have to see it. I don't have to see it to go to sleep. I just have to know it. See it in my heart. Talk to me. Say it about yourself. I ain't got to see it. I ain't got to see it. I ain't got to see it. Seeing ain't believing. Say it. Seeing ain't be- I'm sorry. Seeing isn't believing. Sorry, children. Seeing is not believing. Believing is seeing. Now watch this now. Visible or invisible. Right. Whether... I love God. Whether thrones, dominions, principalities, powers. It don't matter what power is around me. Every power around me could have decided I'm going to stay oppressed. Every power around me could be saying you're going to stay in this condition. Every power, every principality, every demon, every devil, every system can be saying I'm going to stay here. But as long as I know who he is and who I am, you can't keep me here. not never. All things were created through him, here we go, and... You think you get ready to do something big for yourself? God ain't, God ain't bothering you with this impossibility, this thing that's in your spirit and in your head, Killing you, jacking you up, you fussing with everybody in the house, can't eat, all depressed, can't sleep, it's still in your head. You wake up with it in your head, you go to sleep with it in your head, and you're trying to figure out, oh, God, why are you doing this to me? And God said, I'm not doing nothing to you. I'm trying to do something to me. I'm trying to get I want something. I want something, and I told you to do it. And if you die, it dies. So I got this pressure on you because I want to see it. And you don't know, you got a great grandchild coming up and his name's going to be Solomon. You got a great granddaughter coming up and her name is Esther. There's something in your lineage you don't even see yet and I need you to get ready for this child. It looks like a tent, Martin, but you got to keep building. Say it with me, everybody, everybody's not going to like your tent. People are saying to you, you had a house. Why are you trading that in for a tent? Because I want something new that I know I can't give birth to. I know I can't give birth to it. I don't have the time. I'm promised another 60 years. That's it. I had to deal with, Martin, you're going to die. Dr. Monroe made me deal with that. You're going to die. And I'm like, why are we talking about this? This don't make no sense. He says, until you know you're going to die, you're not going to appreciate every moment. You got a minute. You You got a minute. See, that's why I love you who are here. Some of you can't be here. I get it. But I love the people who come. Do you know what you had to fight to get in here this morning? You had to fight so many things to be here that are happening in our world. But you're here. Some people flew in for church today. Okay, so here's what I meant to say. Okay, now, 17. <laughs> Jesus. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church. Who is the beginning? The firstborn of the dead, that it all thi- in all things he may have. So the son is really, he has preeminence. He's your example. Here's what it means. Here's what it means. Please write this down. Please, please, please. Jesus has already created everything for you. He has created everything. It's already created. You don't need to create. You're called as a co-creator. He just needs your help yes, to see what he created in the invisible. Would well, somebody just stand up and say, I've been trying to get God to stop bothering me. I mean, God, just leave me alone. Just, just leave me alone. I mean, can, can I have a day of rest? And God is saying, no, you're not going to get a day of rest. I done created some stuff, and it, spo- it, was, it was supposed to happen a while ago. And now this pressure on you is really me. It ain't no devil. <laughs> it's me putting pressure on you because I know you've been trying to get me to leave you alone. Tell your neighbor he ain't going to leave you alone, sugar. No, he ain't going to leave you alone. He's not going to leave you there. He's not going to leave you alone. He's going to bother you every day. Okay, you got a business worth $20 million. That ain't what he saw. He saw a billion-dollar business. That's what he saw. And he saw you owning it. So that pressure is there. It ain't going nowhere. It don't leave you if people leave you. It don't leave you if people betray you. It don't leave you if you ain't got no mama, no daddy. It don't leave you. That thing is just on you. Just tell somebody it's just on you. Stop fighting it. You're resisting. Y'all preaching to me this morning, okay? (laughs) This thing is a harasser. It's not the God these Christians told you about. Oh, he's he's just so kind. He's so loving. (laughs) Yes, he is, but he never gives up on something he made. For you. Because it already exists. And that's crying out from the invisible into your head. It's crying out from the invisible into your dreams. It's crying out from the invisible. And now you walk around your house and you used to love this house. And all of a sudden you're walking around in your house and you're feeling like This house too little. You don't even know what it means. And your first thought is, I don't want to buy another house. I love this house. God ain't talking about the house you're in necessarily. He's saying it used to be a tent, Martin. Now I'm making it more substantial. We're digging a foundation now. We're building something that's going to be big now. This little house you've been living in, and sometimes as a sign, he shows you another house in the city that you buy and you make money moving up. I'm too deep. I'm too. He says, he says, I know it's been five years for you and Linnell to get pregnant. No contraceptive, none of that stuff. And yes, several times a week. Thank you. You know, people get like, you know, they, oh, yeah, healthy baby, both of us. So, but, uh, you know, I just love my wife and everything about her, you know what I'm saying? I told her the other day, I said, okay, I get it now, but don't lose too much of that. But what was I saying? Come on, men, say Distractions. Oh, husbands, you know it. She just in there cooking. Just, that's all she's doing. She's cooking, all head, all tied up, no makeup, just kind of hanging around. And you're like, dang, what is this up in this house? Okay, anyway, where was that going? What did I say? Five years, yeah. I, I know it's five years. And God says she's going to be pregnant in three months. Call his name Joshua and struggle with him. Struggle with him and pray for him because one day he'll do 10 times what you've done. Stick with his mama. (laughs) God knows what he's been preparing you for. And he is never late. Y'all sit down. Okay, so Jesus has already created everything for you. Lastly, Jesus has already spoken. He didn't just create them. He spoke them. He put words on what he created for you. The words are in eternity. The words are in, people don't like the word universe, but they're they're, they're just uneducated. He created a universe to respond to his words. But when his words are in your mouth, that gives him permission to complete his words. But if his words are never in your mouth, Because he gave you dominion over earth. There are not two steering wheels in this car. This is not driver's education. He's not going to take over right before you have a wreck. You're driving on earth. He has to have permission to do what he wants to do in your life. He has, Josh said, he has to have permission to interfere. You have to tell him that. So now, this, this is what I want to say next then. Three, your mouth is your creator then. Okay, I know, I know you're like, oh, Pastor Martin, that is something-ism. That's, that ain't even the Bible. Well, let me give you some Bible then. Let me give you some Bible. Your mouth is the creator on earth. It's not your hands. It's not even your ideas. It's not how smart you are. God gave you a real dumb pastor who is wise. (laughs) No, seriously. C minus. C minus. 12 on the ACT. But I know what I'm hearing from God. Two doctorate degrees. Because I know what I'm hearing from God. You ain't got to be smart to work for God. You just got to be wise. All the dumb people in the house say, hey, hey. No, don't do it. Y'all is crazy. Okay. Okay. Lord, we take that back. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Proverbs 18.21. Y'all hurry up now. (laughs) Proverbs 18.21. Is this okay too much? Proverbs 18.21. Read it with me. Death and life is in the... It's not in the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. You're literally eating now what your mouth has said. I didn't say that, pastor. I didn't ask for this trouble in my family. I did not ask for bankruptcy. I did not ask for any of this. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Lord, you children, to eat me into the poorhouse. I wonder if I was better off without you, man, or woman in my life. You said it, and the universe said, oh, okay. I didn't say that, but you the You got the power. I'll give you what you're saying. Tell yourself, I can think it, but I better not say it. You you have to understand now that the power has been given to your tongue. Because God has spoken something to your life. He doesn't want anyone else to be able to manipulate it. So he only gives you power to speak it. I can stand up here and spit on you 20 million times in COVID and prophesy. The Lord said, the Lord lay hands on you, pour a bucket of oil on you. But if you don't say it, my my prophet prophesied to me. They ain't make no difference. Can I prophesy to you, Pastor Martin? i said, go ahead. Go ahead. Everybody want to prophesy to you. The Lord said, and the the Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord said. the Lord said, my wife taking notes. The Lord said, and she said, yeah, he said some of these things, but don't none of that match you? I said, I know. I just, it's for him. <laughs> he think he doing something and he think I need him to do something for me. You don't know me at all. all right. Okay, babe, what is verse 20? The verse above it? Yeah, I, it. I don't. Read it. Girl, read that in the mic with your fine self. (laughs)
1: Proverbs 18, Uh 20. Yeah. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. And that is the word. Period.
0: Period. (laughs) Once you understand the plate you're eating from, you cooked it you put that plate down, won't you? <laughs> you'll go get some more food, and you'll start preparing something you want to eat. You do that with your mouth. Not even God can change your mouth. So now watch this now. Proverbs 19, 14. Babe, don't give me another one because I get stuck. She going to help me out. R- 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 why? So, so y'all read this one. Read it like you really, you know, like you're really Christians. Or you born in church or something. You went to Sunday school, BTU, catechism, something. <laughs> I mean, like you for real have some church experience. <clears throat> y- y- y'all with me? Read it now. Read it. Let the words of my mouth. And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Read it, O Lord. In other words, God, let the words of my mouth and what I'm thinking, let what I'm thinking come out of my mouth and may it agree with what you said. Whatever comes out of my mouth, let it agree with what you already said about me. I can't talk bad about myself. I can't talk negative about myself. I can't talk negative about the deal I'm in. I can't talk negative about the interviews I'm in. I can't talk negative about who I'm engaged to. I can't talk negative about my wife. I can't talk negative about my own children. They do it out there, don't bring it home. Let me tell you who you are before you go to school. Let me tell you you how beautiful you are. Even though you don't like your hair, and you got them braces on your lips and they look like train tracks and everybody talking about you at school. Let me tell you what you look like, Callie. Let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you how beautiful you are. Let me, let me tell you. Let me kiss you on the forehead and say, Daddy just loves you. He's infatuated with you. Your daddy will hurt anybody for you. Your daddy will die for you. So when you're at school and they say something to you, what do you say to them? I say nothing. I said, why don't you say something? She said, because I don't need to say nothing. Uh Uh If I get really backed up into a corner, I tell them, go talk to my daddy. You You mean you got a daddy? Yeah, he's a crazy fool for me. Any man in here with a daughter or a son or a son, you tell your girls, look, if they bother you, come home. But daddy, you're a preacher. Mm -mm, Not when it concerns you. No, I ain't no preacher thuggish, and I bring it all when I come up there. When I come over there, when I talk to them about, I bring it all. So what was this? Hey, hey, I hear you're a reverend. No, my name's Martin, right here. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> what am I trying to say? I want my words. <laughs> to match his. So be careful what you say. Agree with him. Whatever you do, don't contradict him. Whatever you do, don't say words like, God, I know you called me, but I just don't feel called. Now we're at a stalemate. I know you told me to buy this house, but I just don't think I deserve it. Now nothing will happen. I know you showed me this in my dreams. I know you showed this in my dreams, but I'm just not sure, I'm I'm a little bit, just don't say it. All you gotta do is say, you showed me this in my dreams. (laughs) This is my desire. In other words, thy words have I hidden in my, it ain't your blood pumping muscle, sugar. This ain't the heart. Your subconscious mind is the heart. Back here. So thy words have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. What sin to God? You smoking a cigarette ain't no sin. I'm sorry. People don't like for me to, people don't want me to talk about that. It is a sin. They need to get that straight. Yeah, you do. But that ain't what's going to send you to hell. (laughs) Uh-uh, no, 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 no. That ain't mm-mm. God gonna bit you in hell like you were smoking. I mean, come on. No. <laughs> yeah, you're smoking? I told you I'd smoke. You stay out here forever. It's like, come on now. Sin is I had something for you. I had something for you, and all I asked you to do was talk about it. Go over there and sit down. That's all over your Bible. I gave you a talent. What'd you do with it? I buried it. Go over there and sit down. I gave you something. You didn't use it. You hid it. Go over there and sit down. That's sin. When there's something on you, you're too afraid to talk about. Don't tell nobody now because they're going to help you say no. Steve Harvey listen to him. I know people said, you can't listen to him. Sometimes he cussing. Sometimes he, listen, the man, the man knows God. You can't tell everybody. Where y'all going? Where y'all up here? Who sent y'all up here? My time's up. Go get your notebook out. I love y'all. Y'all taking notes? You got a wife and kids? You got a wife and kids? Uh Uh-oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I want to give you something to give you your cheering. (laughs) These guys love me. Okay. What was I saying? So now, you have to understand how powerful you are. Number four, your perspective is your power. Why? Because there will be signs in the moon. This is the Bible. And, and this is Jesus talking. It's in red. Watch, watch Jesus now. Y'all love Jesus? Jesus love Jesus, man. Well, Christianity is a white man's religion. No, it was born in Africa, idiot. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> and there will be signs. Y'all help me out. There will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and... On the earth, distress of. Watch him now. With perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, and what? Men's hearts doing what? The ratio of men committing suicide right now, it has never been at this level in our existence. All men. All economic social statuses. Giving up, dying, leaving their children. Hearts are failing them. Why? From fear and what is it? The expectation of those things which are that's why they're failing. This is Jesus. Read what he says. For the powers. Of the heavens will be shaken. Yes. 22, 22, 22, 22. Yes. Everything that was ain't going to exist in, in them. all the social relationships in our world. All of the dictatorships. All of the financing. Yes. All of the, what is this virus? Who's in charge of it? What's All, all going to become clear in the next nine months. All the, all the, I agree. I agree. Every political system. Yes. Yes. Every media system. It's all to, toppling now. People are propping it up. Every system that has been guarded to be used in oppression. And that's why you got to put time in your kids. Who are we going to put in place when systems become empty? They got to be your kids. They have to be your family. They have to be your sons, daughters, nephews, nieces. Because you know their hearts. How they see the world and how they see people. You can't grow your business and then sell it for a hundred million to somebody else that's going to take it into a whole nother direction. So that energy you spend with those you love and those who love you is important in the next nine months. You want me to leave my wife now? That's vintage right there. You know what happens with a vintage automobile? It appreciates every year. Trade her in for a young model? That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. A girl that don't know nothing about nothing. And now at 60, I got to teach again? <laughs> anyway, I got stuck. And now, read this now. Now, when these things happen, this is what God is saying to you. Here's my point. Now, when these things happen, He says, number one, look up, change your perspective. Don't look down at all this stuff. Look up. This ain't the rapture. They read this as rapture scripture. This is not the rapture. I can prove it. Look up. Do what next? They're two different things. Change your perspective. Lift up your head. This is a good time for me. Lift up your attitude. Lift, don't just look up, but lift up your head. Why? Your redemption draws near. What is redemption? Redemption is I'm buying you back so that you can accomplish what I called you to do. This is not about the rapture. This is your redemption. What do you do, young men? What do you do, young men, when you're playing a football team or a basketball team and they beat you in the regular season, but you see them in the championship? I mean they beat you, embarrass you, talked about you, made memes about you, and everything. What happens when you get redemption? You just tear them up. The next time you play them, the next time you play them Georgia, you send them home. That's called redemption. The guy who thought he was going to get Linnell, he made a lot of money though in the NFL, but he wanted Linnell. Redemption was when I got married, I told everybody, tell him. (laughs) That's redemption. Shoot, you don't know what you're talking about. Redemption is not getting out of here. Redemption is you're getting ready to become who I created you to be. So all this stuff happening right now, don't sweat about it, dog. Don't sweat about it, sweetheart. All it means is that God has picked this time to say, now I want you to do it. Now I want to lift you up. Now I'm going to give you favor. Now I'm going to give you the loan. Now I'm going to give you the right partner. Now I'm going to send your husband. Now I'm going to send you your wife. Now I'm going to lift up your head. Now I'm going to get rid of your opposition. Now I'm going to change everybody's mind about you. Now I'm going to make you popular. Now I'm going to make you loved. Now everything that slipped away from you before now is coming to your hands. You're not going to have to work for it. I'm going to bring it to you. Right there. You ought to spend just 15 seconds. Just spend 15 seconds and just give God praise. You don't need no musicians for this. Somebody shout now. Now there are some things that can happen for me in my life that have never happened. Say now. Now is the time for me. Now's the time for my family. Now's the time for my dream. Now! I don't have to wait for it to happen. I've already accepted that it's happening. What he has for me, he never repents. Let me finish this. Jesus, okay. Faith challenge. Challenge your faith. Challenge it. Don't look for somebody outside to do it. Challenge your faith. Be schizophrenic. Talk to yourself. Say, mm-mm. We can't think like that. We can't say that. Let people listen to you in the elevator. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Shut up, Diane. Ain't, ain't no Diane in here with us. My name ain't no Diane. No. Talk to yourself. Talk out loud. Martin, what is wrong with you? Where did that thought come from? When did you start feeling that way about yourself? How can you stand up and tell people to believe in themselves and you don't believe in yourself? Martin, if you don't have it, you can't give it to nobody. Why would you subject your family to an unbelieving father? Why would you do that to your wife, a strong woman, and act like you can't lead this family? Why would you do that? What happened to you, Martin? Martin? What happened to you back in the day? Why aren't you standing right now in this house and say, God's got something big for us in 2022? In our family meeting a uh, few days ago, I said, God's got something big for us. Come on over here, Vanessa. You're my daughter now. You do got a dad and a mom. But when you submit to me, they will. I got some stuff on me ain't on them.
1: Oh, you proud,
0: huh? No, that was in my family meeting. I'm just saying what he said. Five. Challenge your faith. Be intentional about what you say. Don't give anxiety, fear, or uncertainty your voice. It's looking for a voice. Fear is looking for a voice because he knows it's illegal for him to speak. No devil can speak in this realm. That hit you, didn't it, bruh? The devil doesn't have permission to speak in this realm. He's been silenced. Yes, sir. So he needs a voice. He doesn't want a voice. He needs one. And he needs you to say it. Because he knows you're the only one that has power over your life. See, Satan knows something you don't. Most people worship a Jesus that needs to do something for them. Satan was there when it was created. He knows what God has for you. He knows what God wants me and Linnell to do. He he knows intimately. He doesn't just know what it is. He knows what time it's going to be, what color it is, what state it is, what block it's in. He knew our children. He knows our grandchildren now. He knows the tension. He knows. But he's waiting for me in my ignorance to give him my power of My tongue. Uh Uh And as soon as he has me say it, then the opposite. God did not take power from Lucifer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (sighs) He didn't need to take power from Lucifer. Because he gave you power over Lucifer. He's under your feet. So Lucifer was created to be the voice of God. He sung it in pipes and timbrels and everything. He was built like an instrument. Amplifier of God's words. He's still the same. Because you are God, little g in the earth. He amplifies what you say. So even if you're thinking it, (laughs) he can't use your thoughts he uses your words and as soon as he has your words he can now help and move everybody around you to start bringing that hellish thing to pass don't just eat with this Create with this. Talk stupid stuff while you're by yourself. Ain't nobody listening. But God, don't tell everybody. Just talk to God. God, I can't wait. This week, you got me set up this week, don't you? I'm I'm finna meet somebody this week that's gonna just take my dream and just blow it up, ain't it? Ain't that what gonna happen this week, God? That's why I used to talk where I'm from. Yes, there is. So you get a text message. Hey, I I don't know if you've been dreaming about this, but here are the four things I've been thinking about. And the guy texting me is the guy that has the power to do it. I don't even know how to do it. He says, I believe God told me to partner with you. Yeah. Yeah. What do I text back? Yeah, I said that five years ago. Let's go. I didn't say, hey, you're too big for me to work with. And I don't know how we're going to work this out. How much money is going to be? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Let's go. go. Right, right, right. Let's go. I don't have to have any money when I say, let's go. Tell yourself one more time God knows what He's built for me. And all I need to do is agree with Him and have the guts to talk about it in prayer. So when I get down to pray, I'm not asking God for no food. I don't need MUD. I don't care nothing about no MUD. O-P-P-D, bills, none of that stuff. Gas in the car, inflation, give me a break. ain't got no time to pray about all that. God, this is the thing you showed me, and I thank you that it's coming to pass. You're moving the ant and the elephant to help me. There's somebody that's going to call me this week. My daughter's going through this right now, and I thank you, God, that before this day is over, you're going to give her hope. You're going to open a door. This person said something about my wife in, a, in, a, in an appointment. A man said something about my wife, and he was saying, no, you got to do all this, got to do all this, and we need to do it tomorrow. And I stood up, and I said, I said, honey, do you trust me? She says, I trust only God, and because you represent God in my life, I trust you. And I said, sweetheart, let's go. Amen. Let's get up out of this office. This crap, I mean, sorry, this stuff he talking about ain't got nothing to do with my wife. I went home, and I said, we're going to fast for three days. We're going to fast for three days, and we're going to tell God, send us the right doctor. Man, we went to see the right doctor, and that doctor said, be glad you didn't go to him that next day. He would have taken every one of your teeth out. He would have yanked them out at your young age and put some crap in your mouth. He said, I know how to fix this. He said, I got know. He said I'm trained to fix this. I can take care of this in three meetings. Now every teach she was born with is in her head. God's going to give you a woman that's going to be looking for a husband. A man that's going to stand up in the house. I don't care if he's an introvert. I don't care if he's shy. He's going to stand up in that house though. He might be a ditch digger, but when, when it comes to the house, he's going to be up in the house like, what's, what's, what's going on up in here? He's going to take the doors off the kids' bedrooms and say, hey, yeah, you ain't going to be shutting no door up in here. What's happening? He's going to be at the ball games. He's going to be at the parent-teacher conferences. He's going to be everywhere for his wife and his kids. If you want one of those girls, just stop telling God you're not attractive. Stop telling God why he can't give you one. Because if you're telling him he can't give you one, he can't. I'm in. I'm out of my business. Talk about him and his faithfulness. Go to the scripture, please. Let's get out of here. Now y'all can help me, musicians. Tina, leave him alone. Go up there, please. (laughs) She preaching to you, ain't she? I know what's happening. Did you hear what Dr. Martin said? Did you hear what he said? Don't y'all go home and talk to your men and be comparing them to me. I am ignorant compared to the man God gave you. The man God gave you is the most important man in the world. Take care of him, give birth to his dreams, cover him, chastise him privately. Don't ever do it in public, it's disrespectful. So here's your chance for the next five minutes to challenge your faith. We're doing it with this scripture. God, you're my shepherd. I don't want anything. I don't don't want anything. There's nothing I'm lacking. You don't have to wait for me. There's nothing. I'm lacking. You're my shepherd. I don't need anything. Everything I need has already been created. I can't hear you. Just just talk to him. I'm just. Everything I need has already been created. It, It it already exists. I'm done worrying. Done trying to figure this out. It was you that looked for the meadows for me. You, You put me in places where I could always eat. I'm not concerned about eating, I'm not concerned about peace. You bring me into peaceful places. It's what you do. This is what you do without me asking. I don't have to ask you. Come on, children. Come on, children. Learn this early. Learn this early. Mom and dad teach you this at home, I know. But let let, let me reiterate what they're telling you at home. We don't have any needs, son. Daughter, we don't have any needs. We're not missing anything. God, God has provided for us. He will always provide for us we're never lacking we have peace we have peace little children honey we have peace in our home we don't have to be concerned about anything because God causes us to drink not from a garden hose we don't drink from a garden hose we don't drink from a fire hose we drink from the cool, quiet pools God has placed here for our family. It's always pleasant. Since this is you, Josh, come up, please. This we're, we're, we feel comfortable drinking. We don't have to be afraid that there's something in the water. We don't have to be afraid that there are enemies out here. These cool pools of water, these cool pools of of drinking in God's presence, we have that. I'm serious and I'm satisfied. I'm totally in a place because your word, God, true to your word. You can jump in anywhere. True to your word. True to your word. You allow me to catch my breath. I just want to sit down, God. Can I just sit down for a few days? Can, can I just rest in your presence? And God says, yes. Yes and always. Just sit in my presence. I don't need you to do anything. Your work is just obey me. I don't need you to work anything out. Just enjoy it as I do it. He says, he says, I want to make sure you understand that even when the way goes through Death Valley, worship that for a moment. Worship that for a moment. Come on, just for a moment. Worship that for a moment. Even if it feels like Death Valley even if you feel like you're dying you're cut off you can't breathe something's not happening it's not happening the way you thought God says even if you go through death Valley David said even if I go through death valley I won't be afraid so tell the Lord I won't be afraid I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be afraid I'm not gonna be afraid of death valley I'm not gonna be afraid of what's happening I'm not gonna be afraid of what I feel I'm not gonna be afraid of what people are saying I'm not going to be afraid of the impossibilities. Even if it looks like it might kill me, I won't be afraid of it. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Let me hear you mutter in the room. Let me hear you mutter. Just mutter. Just mutter. Move your lips. Move your lips. Move your lips. Let something come out of your lips. Confirm God's word for you. Say it with your mouth. Don't just stand there. Say it with, whisper it. Say it loud. It doesn't matter. Just let it come out of your lips. Your lips are the Creator. Your mouth is the true Creator. Lord, I thank you that even when I'm surrounded by enemies, you want me to eat here. There's a seven-course meal here in the presence of everything trying to kill me. (laughs) So I'm gonna sit down and eat. I'm going to sit down and eat. You can come to the altar if you want, but nobody's going to touch you. I want to sit down and eat. I want to sit down and eat in the presence of my enemies. There's a table here. And while everybody else is fighting, I'm going to sit and eat. I'm going to sit. Me, just me, if I'm by myself, I'll sit here alone. But I'm going to sit here with my family if I have a family. We're gonna sit here. We're gonna eat in the middle of a war. In the middle of disturbance. Stuff that I should be afraid of. I'm making the decision not to be afraid. I won't fear. I won't fear. I won't fear. Y'all okay? I won't fear. I'm not gonna fear. I'm not gonna fear. I'm not I need you to speak to that, Pastor Linnell. I'm not gonna fear. I'm not gonna fear. Y'all y'all just give me a couple more minutes. I'm not gonna fear. But I'm gonna eat. Say it. I'm not gonna fear. But I'm gonna eat. Why? why because you
1: revive my
0: drooping head you restore my soul you restore my mind my will my emotions and my decision making properties my soul you restore me you restore me so good right So good. You restore me. You go before me. Wherever I'm going, you go there first. When I get there, you've already prepared it for me. It's ready for me when I get there. Next one. Come on. Give me my... I want to make sure... Because this is the message. So I don't know this one. Where's my... uh, need this stick with me he's my your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure your 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 it's a trusted it's a crushed it's a trusted shepherd's crook makes me feel secure you serve me a six course meal right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head. My cup runs over. Your beauty and love chases after me every day of my life. And I am back where? And the rest of my life I'm staying here when I leave church today I'm not going to grind when I leave here today I'm not going to fight when I leave here today I'm not going to worry I'm going to stay right here at this table wherever I go whatever I do I'm staying right here at this table whatever happens to me I'm staying right here at the king's table because it's you that's doing everything come on worship him Worship him. Worship him, everybody. Come on, worship him, everybody. Everything is done. Everything is finished. Everything is finished in Him. Hallelujah. Sing it strong. He's
1: my Say it, everybody. Come on. Really quick. So this sermon that you just heard today, I just want to make sure that you understand what you heard. Okay. So there's a reason why for some of us we're like hopping up and down because I don't know about you, but I've just been waiting to hear something new that comes from God. Not, not a sermon that's been rinsed over. Not this is my perspective of something that's been said. But basically what you heard today is going to give you permission to start saying the right things in your life. Pastor Joshua I called him a dog I said he was a cheater I said I'll never do it yeah but the word of God says that if God wants it for you your man of God just said it if God desire if you desire it it's not your desire it's that the Holy Spirit desired it before so the I just I wish that the people of God would not be embarrassed by wanting the things that we want why does the church have to be the poorest why does church people have to be the most broken humble doesn't mean that you don't have things so if you see your family together, that is the will of God. If you desire to be wealthy, baking cookies or making flowers or being like, that's the desire of, God. look at your neighbors, like God desires for you to be wealthy. Like, like this is the last year we feel some type of way about having some money. I got, the things that God wants me to do, I gotta have some substances. But what your man of God said is more important than all the stuff, is that you have to actually agree you have to believe with God. So this will be your best year ever. It's gonna annoy the mess out of you for the next nine months. This is going to be your best year ever, if it's the year that you make the decision to actually believe what God told you. But I'm sick, Pastor Joshua. He said, you're healed, believe it. My family's broken, they're all over the place. He said, you're supposed to have your family together, so believe it. So there are two things. First thing is this is that you cannot listen, you cannot accept what Pastor Martin said if you don't know or have a relationship with the King that is Jesus Christ. Jesus died on the cross not to save you. He already talked about that. God doesn't really worry about hell and sin. He, he, he covered that, somebody say he covered it. But you cannot enter into the kingdom unless you enter into relationship with Christ.
0: What I'm saying to you is just receive it and worship. I mean right now. don't, Don't fight it. Just worship it. Just be grateful and thankful for it that he's doing it. Make sense? So sing it. spirit. My within So I
1: will walk in your spirit. your spirit. your spirit. lives within My spirit. Come So I will your spirit. Come on. your spirit. Get hyped about it
0: about it. I mean stir up your own emotions. Bring your own energy to it. Trust it. Let yourself get anticipant about it. Come on, one more minute. Decide to be excited. release your faith spirit, you say, my dear, my release your dear, faith come on dear, come on my my come on dear, my my dear, my my come on my dear, my Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May the Lord redeem you. May the Lord lead you. May the Lord bring you into a mighty place. And may he bless you and may he keep you in Jesus' name.